What's up, guys? Welcome back. Coming to you live from Cleveland, Ohio. Your host, David Chandra. Hope you're all doing well and staying safe. We have a brand new episode today. A new student joining us from Western University out in Pomona, California. Samira, introduce yourself to the listeners. Hello, everybody. My name is Merit, and I am an incoming first-year student at Western University in Pomona. I did my undergraduate studies in public health at the University of California, San Diego. And I'm really excited to start this new journey and share a little bit about uh, the process. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us today and coming on and being able to share a little bit of your experiences into uh, podiatry school. I know you're a first-year student. So tell us a little bit about how these last couple of months have been preparing for school. And I know a lot of things are virtual and online and remote. So talk to us a little bit about how Western have prepared you or what what information they're giving you and things like that. Uh, definitely. So uh, COVID has definitely flipped things around for us. Um, and our incoming first year is all virtual. So our white coat ceremony is also going to be virtual. And our first semester will be mostly online, um, which is a very interesting format. However, Western is very uh, good with uh, technology. They're up to par with the, uh, the latest technology so that we don't miss a, miss a beat and we're still very, uh, we'll still become very good doctors in the future. So I'm really excited about that. Um, and in terms of preparing, we did get a summer packet. And nice. so uh, we've been studying up on all of the uh, anatomical verbiage and uh, different muscle structures and things like that. And so it's it's been nice to uh, have that keeping us busy during the summer instead of you know, being in quarantine, not doing anything all day. <laughs> yeah. So tell me a little bit about stuff that you've been doing to keep yourself sane during this COVID uh, quarantine and everything like that. I know school is coming up, but have you been doing anything fun? Are you with family? What have you been doing these past couple of months to enjoy before school starts? Yeah. So it's been a challenge to find things that are fun to do um, during these times, but I do enjoy reading a lot. And so I've been reading a book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. I've been um, going to the beach with friends and family. Nice. Um, of course, maintaining social distancing. <laughs> and, yeah. um, mostly, you know, wearing our masks. Um, grocery trips have become a fun thing during summer. So yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's also exciting. Um, but I also work out a lot. So I am learning how to work out without the uh, the barbells and the, all of the equipment that we have in the gym. So that's been really interesting. So I picked up jump roping. That's another nice. fun thing. And um, so I've been practicing that and mostly going to scenic uh, sites and just seeing nature. Um, I think this time makes you definitely appreciate the little things a lot more. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, I'm sure being out in uh, Southern California is a big incentive, especially when it comes to scenic views and beaches and everything like that. Yes. So, yeah. Yes, it was definitely great. Definitely. Yeah. So you've been doing a mix of everything, a little bit of shopping, a little bit of working out, a little bit of spending time with family and also brushing up on your knowledge for podiatry school as well. So that's good. You've, you've, you've got a good balance going for yourself. So. Tell us a little bit about uh, where you started, where you went to undergrad, and what got you into podiatry, and who got you in, or if you did your own research. Tell us a little bit about the, the beginning of your journey. Definitely. So uh, my journey into podiatry was a very interesting one. Um, I was previously a business major many, many years ago. Um, 
and uh, I got offered a full-time job as a life insurance agent, and I left school for about two years and worked as a life insurance agent. And when I was working there, I met a lot of um, a lot of low-income uh, clients who I, I just didn't believe that this kind of a seeing poverty in real life versus learning about it in the books is very different. And so um, seeing it in real life really moved me to want to do something more uh, more powerful for my community and be able to give back in some way or have some kind of an impact. And so I went back to school and decided that I wanted to do something related to medicine um, in a capacity where I can help uh, uh, poor people and poor communities that like really needed advocates. And so when I went back to school, I... Um, finished my two years at my community college and then transferred to University of California, San Diego, majored in public health, and then learned why poverty exists in mm -hmm. some sense, and um, learned about health disparities, so why one group of people are more affected than a different group of people, um, and there was a lot of emphasis on diabetes because uh, diabetes is now kind of taking over um, America from uh, the time when we were consuming a lot of sugars. And so it's it's highly linked to socioeconomic status. And so um, that was something that was kind of always itching at the back of my mind is like yeah. taking care of diabetics. And so I went to a pre-health conference at UC Davis um, in 2017. And that was the first time that I learned about podiatry. I attended a suturing workshop uh, that was run by podiatrists. And it was kind of like magic. We yeah. were... Um, <laughs> we were uh, suturing together like a, a sponge, piece of sponge, and the two sides of the sponge just met perfectly as a podiatrist was walking by me. So she stopped and she came back and she was like, what do you want to do? And like, that was such a great suture. And um, she was really impressed. And so um, that was the first time that she told me about podiatry and how she can see me fitting in mm -hmm. to um, into that role. Like that's where I would belong. And so from there on out, every uh, pre-health conference that I attended after that, I always sought out the podiatry booth. Or if there wasn't one, then I would seek out a college that I know had a podiatry program. Um, and I would ask them questions. And from doing that, I learned many things about podiatry that just, it truly is the hidden gem of medicine. Um, because as much as, you know, you want to give back to your community and you want to do the best for everybody, um, it is also important to consider balance in your life. You can't help uh, others if you are not, um, you know, being balanced and healthy yourself. Sure. And uh, that was one thing that I had really appreciated about podiatry is uh, podiatrists are not, not working 20-hour shifts um, or being called in at 2 o'clock in the morning. Um, and they established a long-term relationship with their uh with their patients and so you have a large impact on your patients um, through social connections so it's not like you're an orthopedic surgeon who works on a patient in the OR but doesn't have any kind of um, direct relationship with the patient and um, this was seen very clearly when I decided to shadow a couple of podiatrists and that was one thing that I had really appreciated is every time that the podiatrist walked into the room it was like oh hello Bob um, it is great seeing you again. I saw you three months ago. Like, how are things going? And I also really loved that about being a podiatrist. Yeah. So I knew that this was what I wanted to do and where I belonged. And so um, 
I applied to podiatry school this year, which was very interesting because all of our interviews were virtual, which is kind of a blessing in disguise because then you didn't have to travel to the school um, and do all of your interviews. But it was also kind of a bummer because I didn't get to explore um, the different schools and things like that. But when I had first applied, my my mind was kind of set on Western um, Mm -hmm. for multiple reasons. It's a... uh, they're very interdisciplinary. So mm-hmm. our first two years, we take all of our classes with the DO students. Gotcha. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's great. So we're doing the DO curriculum as well as the podiatry curriculum. Um, and so it's a little bit more challenging, but um, it definitely speaks to their motto of um, physician first, specialist second. So that was really uh, valuable. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, excuse me. Um, so I chose Western for, for its interdisciplinary, um, curriculum, but I also chose it because of location. I think a couple of things that I considered was, um, when things get tough and I know that they will, then you need to have a good support system around you. And if I had moved to somewhere else where my family and friends weren't there, um, I think it would be a lot more of a challenge to transition. Um, so I am actually starting Western with a couple of my friends that I already know, um, which is, it's nice. Yeah. So a couple of things that I look forward to for my first year at Western, um, honestly, it's very unpredictable right now because of, uh, because of the online format. So I'm not sure what to expect. Yeah. Um, I was looking forward to meeting my cohort, but that won't be happening until we're back on campus. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do look forward to the white coat ceremony. I, I don't know how they're going to make the virtual white coat fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I think it's, it's really cool to hear your story and your background and how you started and where you started and what got you in. And it's, it's a unique route because, you know, it didn't start necessarily completely in the field of medicine it was more so in the public health sector and that kind of uh sparked you or jump-started you into realizing the poverty and the socioeconomic differences that were there that are related to healthcare as well too and which is what we as podiatrists or any other uh, physician has to take care of um those are the type of patients that we're seeing on a consistent basis and you also highlighted how diabetes was one of the main things that you guys learned about in your public health course which is very important in our field of medicine, which is in podiatry and diabetes, obesity, all of these different things, and even peripheral vascular disease, like poor blood flow and all these different kinds of situations that patients undergo and deal with. And then we as physicians have to help them, especially as podiatrists within the lower extremities. So I think it's a very unique, very interesting route in that foundation that you've laid early. I think uh, will play a major role as you go through podiatry school and you'll always, you know, go back and remember why you chose what you chose. And I think that's very important too. So kind of going back to, um, kind of going back to how you to- told me and talked to me about, you know, your entrance into Western and everything like that. And I know it's very close to home. So tell me some things that kind of stuck out to you about the field of podiatry that if you were to tell other people, Hey, this is what podiatry is about, or this is what stick out, stuck out to me or sticks, sticks out to me what would it be that you would tell others or other incoming students that would be in your shoes a year from now? 
Well, um, there's a couple of things about podiatry that um, particularly stood out to me and that I would definitely share. Um, if you have a passion for orthopedic surgery, um, it is usually a very common one. Um, then podiatry is kind of like the, I don't know, it's kind of like the, uh, it's the better option in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. I'm being biased. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because um, you can still do all of those exciting surgeries that you see uh, with orthope orthopedic surgery in podiatry if you choose to specialize in surgery. And we all graduate as surgeons anyways. But um, it is it is a very fun and interesting field. You get to see a lot of variety, too, is something else I would say. Um, with podiatry, you know, we tend to think like, oh, if it's a specialty, then I'm, I'm kind of stuck at this you know, at this thing, like, why would I be stuck with just dealing with the lower extremity? Yeah. But there's actually subspecialties within podiatry. And so um, I think that's something that is worth considering. So if you are not so passionate about surgery, and you want to do um, pediatrics, and you like working with kids, there is that subspecialty. There's also dermatology, there is um, geriatrics, you can, there's a lot of variety um, that you could work with with podiatry. But also, if you're passionate about primary care, um, you can even do primary care uh, within within podiatry. I mean, uh, I remember shadowing a podiatrist who saw a patient who had like a, a brown spot on the bottom of his foot, and uh, the doctor decided to do a biopsy because mm -hmm. he was like, this looks kind of odd. And he caught cancer in this patient before his own primary care physician did. Wow. And so uh, I think that's very powerful. So you can still do a lot of really good work within uh, within podiatry. In addition, um, if it's something that, you know, is, is on someone's mind about how much training there is to do and how competitive it is to like get into ortho and things like that, um, podiatry is great because it's four years of your podiatry school and then a three-year residency and you can think of residency as like as working I mean you're basically practicing on the job so um, if you really think about it you're it's, it's a lot less training time so to speak because you've already specialized so sure. um, so if you know that you know lower extremity is is something that you can work with or that you enjoy um, then podiatry is definitely the field for you and then again going back to the work-life balance is really important because if you're anything like me <laughs> you have a really hard time pulling all-nighters and um, sleep is very important yeah. I, I think it's important <laughs> it is it is it is <laughs> so um, having the chance to still get your good restful hours of sleep in the evening um, and still be able to practice medicine, I think is, is kind of a blessing um, mm -hmm. because you don't get to do that in orthopedic surgery um, through the MD route. So uh, that's another thing to consider. And in addition, um, I think it's also worth considering, uh, again, the relationship that you can establish with your patients. Um, you can educate them on different lifestyle choices. You get to follow up with them. You get to you get to see them as, as people, not just as, as a case, Definitely, um, yeah. you know, and I think that's extremely valuable and it adds flavor to, to the career, yeah. if you will. <laughs> and so it's, it's really nice. And you'll also find that everyone in podiatry is extremely helpful and they're just so kind hearted. Um, 
And so reaching out to a podiatrist is also is, is a good idea if you have specific questions. For sure. No, all, all great points that you've made, all things that I think prospective students that are interested in podiatry should look into. And I think at the end of the day, whatever specialty it is, or whether you choose to go into podiatry, whether you want to go the MD route or DO route or anything within the field of medicine, you always want to do your due diligence and put your time and effort in to know what you're getting into. And I'm glad that you did that because now you know, like, hey, I made the right decision. I know where I want to be, where I would like to see myself eventually in the future. And I'm sure as you start school and go through school, you'll be like, all right, I think I made the right decision. I'm happy where I am and this is the right fit for me. So I think that's very important to people that are making decisions in their lives of where they want to be or what their career should be. And especially even for me being a fourth year, you know, going into residency, it's another big, big decision. So I got to look at all the factors and make a decision based off of what fits me and where I fit. And if that place and that location, that hospital is for me. So that's really good. And I think it might be coming from a student that's starting as a first year student in podiatry school. But I think the points that you made are very important to and can apply to anyone at any point in their lives. And I think um, people need to keep uh, keep reminding themselves that, you know, and I think that goes a long way into being able to create your own path and being able to um, make a difference in what you're going to go into. And I can see that you're going to do that when you go into podiatry school. So, um, Thank you. Yeah. I wish you nothing but the best going forward. And I'm looking forward to hearing all the things that you do. You know, I know you're out in California, but uh, this podcast has allowed us to be able to meet and has been able to allow us to, you know, talk and converse and get to know each other and, Hopefully, as you go through podiatry school and hope as you go through your residency, you know, you end up networking and connecting with people all over the country. And like you said, people within the field, it's a very small field, but at the same time, people are very nice and people are very helpful and people are always reaching out. So I think that in itself makes a huge difference for everyone who chooses to be in this field. And before we wrap up this episode, I got to ask you a little bit about yourself. I know you shared a little bit about what you do, but let's talk about who you are outside of podiatry school, okay? <laughs> Definitely. All right. So tell me one thing you like to do in the Southern California area. You've been there for a good amount of your life. Tell me one thing that you would tell someone who's coming to Western and be like, hey, this is one thing you'll enjoy here. I know there's a lot. I know. Trust me, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there is a lot. Um, specific to Western, um, I'm still exploring myself, but there is this little cute town called Claremont um, okay. that I was just at earlier today. So nice. <laughs> um, it has a lot of mom and pop shops, and I love exploring um, small businesses and supporting supporting them. Yeah. And so um, I've been able to find a, a few cute spots. And I think that that's something that's um, very big about the culture, at least in California, I would say, is there's a lot of mom and pop shops. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I, I have to I have to say it, you have to see the sunsets. Yeah. The sunsets here are <laughs> just so perfect. Um, almost every day of the year so and winters are great so um, <laughs> yeah. it would have been really hard to leave california i gotta so yeah definitely i mean pe- people like us who live in the midwest i'm from the midwest from michigan and i go to school at kent state and i came out there for a month and i didn't want to leave and you know after you live there <laughs> for what's that you shouldn't have left <laughs> no, i shouldn't have but uh 
well duty calls and I had to come back to Ohio <laughs> so hopefully <laughs> if, if everything works out you know maybe I can make one more trip out to California or who knows where the future takes me um, but tell us one favorite food or restaurant that you like in the Southern California area Okay, um, favorite restaurant that comes to my mind right now is this place called Panini Kebab Cafe. Um, they have some really, really, really good Mediterranean foods, but they also have the world's best, and I will put money on this, they have the <laughs> world's best tiramisu yeah. ever. Um, I remember ordering, making three orders of the tiramisu in one sitting. so nice. I will tell you that it was, it was delicious. Yeah. Um, but also, I love pizza. So um, the pizza is really good here. And there's a pizza place in San Diego um, called Sandbox Pizza. Okay. And that's like the most perfect pizza I've had so far. So. Okay. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm noting these all down for myself, too. I know you're probably telling these to listeners, but I need to note them down myself whenever I come back. But... Last but yeah. not least, I know you mentioned earlier that you uh, work out, you know, you follow reg regimens. And uh, I know I asked you for advice. I know I suck at working out <laughs> and eating well, but tell us what got you into that and uh, how how that shaped out. And, you know, I'm sure that going forward that even you'll be an example through that, you know, through that aspect of things. So tell us a little bit about that. Oh, uh, I love fitness so much. Um, I would say that it's a lifesaver. So to tell you why I got into it, I hit a point in my life where I just felt really overweight and like didn't feel good about myself. And it was just, it was a struggle. And at the time, the goal was to lose weight. But when I shifted my focus to, all right, fine, I'm going to, uh, I think I heard a motivational speaker saying like, shift your focus and try something else. So I said, okay. What if I focused on strength, just wanting to be more strong? At the time, I couldn't do a single push-up, and so um, I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to do this." So I built a, like a routine or like structure for myself where I did strength training, and then eventually, um, up to current, I can do at least like 15 push-ups at one time. So um, I would say that that's a lot of improvement, but also picking up fitness did a lot like um, not only uh, for my health but it also did a lot for uh, my mental health and for how I structured my whole life for sure. um, it, really, it really does give you focus and it helps you kind of like work through things bit by bit in life and mm -hmm. stay organized and um, be very task oriented which I think is a huge thing especially going into um, podiatry school with the curriculum and um, that kind of structure is very much needed. Um, but yeah, I, I focused on strength and I got into the fitness in that sense. Um, and then I found weightlifting and it was like, okay, I'm going to start, I'm going to start lifting weights. And there's this whole idea of like, girls can't lift weights cause then you're going to look like a guy. And, um, that's not true. I will tell you right now, it's not true at all. Um, if anything, it was the best thing that I did for myself. My health improved, so I don't, you know, I'm not like drenched in sweat walking down the street anymore. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, and it does a lot. It makes you feel really happy and very full and confident. And uh, you really need that, especially if you know if you're going into the sciences or uh, again for podiatry school and stuff. So 
uh, I think having that, it creates a lot of balance. I think fitness created really good balance and structure in my life. So uh, that's why I love it so much. For sure. Yeah, no, I think I think that's good advice to anyone. I think that's something that eventually in the future you can tell your patients. Um, I know yeah. it's been helpful for you and it's probably turned your life around and it's helped you physically, mentally, health-wise, everything. And continue continue that during your four years of podiatry school. Don't give that up because I think that balance is going to be that balance is always key and uh, that helps you, you know, with your studies and helps you with your stress levels, your anxiety and everything that has that school has to offer on the side, you know, so um, that's good. And I'm glad that you're you're doing that. I'm glad that that's something that's very important to you. And it's something that you uh, put even on your Instagram. So I hope hopefully people follow you. Hopefully people understand that and People need to follow you on your uh, podiatry page as well through your journey in uh, at Western. Yeah. So we'll give you a shout out on the Instagram page as well eventually. Thank you. Yeah, and thank you for joining us again and giving us uh, a little bit about your story and where it's all started. But hopefully, as you progress through podiatry school, we'll get you back on and we'll see where you are a year from now, two years from now, and. I know, yes. I know it'll be a lot different than what you're feeling right now. So. Oh, I, I bet. Thank you guys so much for um, even allowing me to be on here. I mean, it's, it's always really nice to be able to connect with everyone in the pod community and be able to talk about the journey and um, everything that comes with the journey, the good, the bad, the ugly, right? Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. 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 And you're, you're the first Western student we're having on here. I know. you. <laughs> so go Western. I know you haven't started yet but when you get out there and you meet uh friends and upperclassmen let them know that we have a podcast out here that we'd be willing to uh get them on and hear their stories as they progress through school and like i said the invite's always open to you to come back on and share with us with whatever you're learning whatever you're seeing out there and that whatever the listeners would love to hear absolutely thank you so much again i really appreciate it for sure so thank you listeners for tuning in hope you guys learned a little bit about the application process a little bit about the journey into podiatry and how and what it looks like to become a first year podiatry student and there's a lot to look forward to if you're a prospective student always reach out to upperclassmen at schools at the academic affairs of schools or even local podiatrists because they can play a major role into changing your life like they have for me like they have for me and for a lot a lot of others too as well so if you guys have any thoughts, any concerns, any ideas that you want to have talked about on these episodes, please let us know. If you know anyone that's in the podiatry field, let us know as well, and we'll get them on here. We'll have them uh, to come share their journey as well. And we, I love, I love especially being able to hear and meet and see and uh, experience other people's uh, journeys as well and understand from them and kind of add to my own journey and add to my own life. So thank you guys. Hope you enjoy the rest of your day. We'll talk to you soon and we'll get more students on here. We'll get more attendings and more residents. So we'll see you guys shortly. See you guys.